Sukkah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Tess, 1-9. Now the Mishnah moves on to a new topic, the topic of the halachas that pertain to the defanot, the walls of the sukkah. So we said the essential component of the sukkah is the schach, sukkah after the word schach, and the area that's shaded directly beneath, like plumb line directly beneath the schach, will be the area that, of your sukkah. But the sukkah, in addition to having kosher schach, needs to have defanot. The defanot are, are walls. Basically, it's have three walls. The details um, we discussed already before a little bit. Now, those walls need to enclose the space beneath the schach. And those walls need to be legal partitions. And the halacha for a legal partition is that it has to be 10 tfachim tall. Now, when it comes to partitions, as we learn in Masechus Erevin at length, there are a few rules which can allow partitions to... Um, be physically incomplete, but to be legally considered to be still present. So the relevant one for this mission here is the principle of good. Good means to extend. So there's actually good comes in two flavors, if you will. There's good achis mechitsasa. There's extending achis means down, extending downwards the partition. And also good asik mechitsasa, to extend the partition upwards. Extending upwards would mean that you have a machitza sitting on the ground and then it, you know, it's ten tefachim high, let's say. Then we can say beyond the ten tefachim, even though there's no more wall there, you can have like an, a, a legal partition that continues up all the way up to the schach above it. And that will be okay. On the other way around, however, it's not so simple. To, to have, let's say, if you have a ten tefach wall that's dangling off the ground, but it's there's space between it and the ground. So to say it extends down to the ground itself would be the principle of good achis, to extend downwards. And there's going to be machlokas here to naim, if you can say good achis when it comes to walls for a sukkah. The reason why is because, although you have a legal partition, perhaps, on the legal sense, it's really not a, a, a functioning partition because if it's down off the ground, you know, little animals can like walk into your sukkah, no problem, they're unrestricted. So the legal partition, or would-be legal partition, um, doesn't serve as a physical boundary whatsoever. So the Tanakama is going to hold in such a scenario that's not effective to be considered a wall for a sukkah. The general jargon, if you will, for that principle is that a, a mechitza tuluya, a dangling partition, is not considered a mechitza. Whereas, we'll see in a second that according to Rabiosi, he says the same way you can use good asik to extend the Mechitza upwards, you can use good aches to extend the mechitza downwards. Now, when it comes to the principles of good, what's essential is that we're extending a, a mechitza, a partition, which means it has to meet the definition of a partition, which means you only get to apply good once you have a 10 tefach partition. If it's less than 10 tefachim, you can't have good yet. With that, we see inside the mission says, Hamishal shall defanos milamala lamata. If one's dangling hit the walls of a sukkah, from the top, like from the schach, let's say, downward, toward the ground, but not touch the ground. If it's off the ground, even three tfachim pesula, the sukkah is not valid because the partitions aren't valid, because the partitions aren't acting as effective defanot walls, because little animals, like little goats and stuff, can just walk in easily. And the amount for that is at three tfachim off the ground. If it be lower than three tfachim from the ground, then we consider it to be... Um, restricting the access of little animals and so on, and therefore it's effective as a wall, and that being the case, it will be a kosher sukkah 
a kosher dofen for the sukkah, a kosher wall for the sukkah. On the other hand, milamata lamala, if you have your legal partition, ten tefachim high, and it's now, um, it stops at ten tefachim, and then the schach is like, there's a big gap to, vertically till you reach the schach above it. So, im gavomina arts sar tefachim, provided that indeed you have ten tefachim of vertical height from the ground to the top of your mechitza. So then, kshera, that wall, that partition, is kosher for your sukkah because we say good asik. We do say you extend the mechitza vertically all the way to the schach. Now, just to make sure that to not get confused here, there's another principle that I didn't mention at all yet, which may be relevant here, but only tangentially. And that's the principle of lavud. Now, lavud is a principle that does not have anything to do with partitions per se. Lavud is, and I've mentioned this already before, Whenever you have a gap of less than three tefachim, so that gap is considered to be legally inconsequential. It's as if there's no gap there at all. And that applies across the board, and it applies with mechitzas as well. Which means, hypothetically, if you have an eight tefach high wooden board, and it's dangling two tefachim off the ground, so we say that the, the two tefach gap is insignificant because of lavud, not because of gudachas, because of lavud. And that being the case, now you, it's insignificant to now have a ten tefach partition from the ground to the top of the board of ten tefachim. And that being the case, you could also say good asik. You could also extend the, that board vertically upward. So hypothetically, if you have a board which is ten, two tefachim off the ground, extends eight tefachim, to a height of 10 total, and then there's another big vertical gap to get to the schach, that'll be kosher. So you've, because you've got a 10, par, 10 tefach legal partition, because the gap of two at the bottom is insignificant, and then you can say, good asik, and it con- connects all the way up to the schach above it. But that's a side point, not, not the core point of the mission at all. Now, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Rabbi Yossi disagrees with regard to the first point, and he says, kashem she milamata lamala, the same way you can extend from downwards up, Gudachis, once you get to Sarat Fachim, once you get to Ten Fachim High, Kachmalamalamata, so too can you extend from top downwards a Sarat Fachim once you have a Machitza that's Ten Fachim in height. So you have a Ten Tefach worth of wood of your board, and you've got a legal Machitza, you can extend it downwards, and it doesn't matter that you're dangling off the ground three or four or Ten Fachim, and of course the goats can walk right in, and if it's Ten Fachim, you know, little children can walk right in your sukkah, your sukkah's essentially got. No visible walls. The walls are dangling up above. It doesn't matter. It's kosher kuntrabiosi because of the principle of good aches. Okay, the halach however, is like Tanakama, that we do not allow for good aches, a mechitza tuluya, dangling partition, is not acceptable. The Mishnah continues and says, If one distanced the schach from the walls, a distance of three tfachim, psula, the sukkah is invalid. Now, this is confusing because up until now in the Mishnah, we've been talking about vertical distance from the ground or upward to the schach. This line of the Mishnah is referring to horizontal distance. We're saying if you have a distance of three tfachim from the wall across to the schach, that's invalid if it's three tfachim or more because that means that the wall is not connected to the schach. The two separate things, the wall is outside of the area covered by the schach, and therefore it's not part of it, therefore you're not going to kosher sukkah. That is, those walls are not ascribed to the to the sukkah, beneath the schach. So ideally, your wall should be directly beneath the schach, 
But if they're off by up to three tvachim, not including three, so then we have the principle of lavud, which says that if there's a gap of less than three, the space is not relevant. So we're saying here, you should put your schach all the way to the walls. If your schach is in three tvachim on the walls, it's going to be kosher anyways. The Ramah Paschal is a halacha that if that if you have a sukkah where the whole a whole strip of empty space with the schach is at a distance from the wall of less than three tvachim, while your sukkah is kosher, you shouldn't sit directly beneath that empty airspace. Um, there's a separate question, which is, what happens if you put these two issues together? What happens if you take the first part of the Mishnah? I mean, you have, let's say, kosher walls, and you're going to use the principle of good asik and extend them vertically. And let's say that you have, let's say, a vertical space of whatever it is, ten tvachim, and then the schach is not directly above your wall. It's shifted over a bit, up to three tvachim. Can we combine both the good asik principle with the lavud principle, and say your kosher, your sukkah remains kosher. So according to almost all Rishonim and the halacha, yes, we can. Your schach has to be directly above the walls, if you're going to use the good asik principle, but within three tefachim is considered to be directly above the walls because it's the same principle of love it applies, and they can go together. It seems the Rambam doesn't learn like that. It seems the Rambam in Hilchah Sukkah says you can't choose both these halacha Moshe Misenai principles of good asik and love it and combine them, but nevertheless, most Rishonim and the halacha is that you indeed can combine them. So that would be the halacha l'maysa.